Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mindful of You podcast. My name is Mallory Gleason, and I am your host. I teach young women how to gain confidence in themselves and lessen their anxiety. I give you techniques that train your brain to see yourself as God sees you and to let go of perfectionism and embrace the peace and calm of embracing who you are. You ready? Let's do it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 12, Love, My Favorite Feeling. So I originally heard this concept from Natalie Clay. So yes, I'm mentioning a coach other than Jody Moore. So woohoo. But this coach is also Jody's sister. So still kind of stuck in the Jody Moore fan club thing. Um, speaking of which, I got to go to her event last Friday. Um, some of you may have been there as well. It was super fun. Um, Brooke White performed she's a singer here in Utah and she was incredible I remember when she was on American Idol and I remember her but the only thing I could remember from her is that she sang let it be and she sang by the Beatles and she sang that again at this event and it was it was beautiful she has a beautiful voice I was actually like very impressed. I didn't remember her voice being that amazing, but I also think I was like six. <laughs> I don't think I was quite that young, but I was I was young. Um, so yeah, um, loved the event. It was super fun. And yeah, so today we're going to be talking about love. Um, this, this concept about love really, really blew my mind. Um, to some people it might not make sense and that's fine. But for those of you that it does make sense and that it works for you, then yay for you because I promise you'll have some amazing experiences from it. Um, I, I, um, I always had this thing where I didn't want to love someone if I felt like they wronged me in some way. And talking to friends or family about it, they'd be like, oh yeah, she was a total jerk. And they could totally understand my anger my frustration um they would be like on my side and be like yeah like let's be mad at her um or mad at him um and it it feels good in a way to like feel that anger like to feel justified and validated but it's not very long lasting and I don't know if I would say like that justification and validation and anger like feels good it just, it feels like powerful, but like not like the kind kind of power. It's like, haha, I'm right. It's very prideful. And eventually when I learned this concept, I was like, oh my gosh, love is my favorite feeling. Um, so first I just want to talk to you a little bit about how feelings work, how emotions work. So, um, I'm of the belief that we can't feel somebody else's emotion or make someone else feel another emotion. Now, I know there's lots of people who consider themselves to be empaths or just extremely sympathetic or empathetic people, and I'm actually one of those people too. Um, But what I believe happens is I don't think I actually feel someone's sorrow when they're really sad. It's, I think, thoughts that are very relatable to their sorrow. Like I recall an experience that I had or I I can very see how much 
I can see really well how much pain they're in, and it's really easy for me to conjure up that feeling myself. And so, but I'm not feeling it because they're feeling it. In the same way, when I love someone, they don't feel my love. Now, that doesn't mean to say like someone might not feel loved around you or recognize that you love them. Like I've definitely felt loved by my husband, by my dad, um, by my family and friends. I There's times where I, I really, I feel that love, but I'm feeling that love because of thoughts I think about them or their actions. And then I feel loved. Um, and a lot of times what that feeling actually is, is just love in return for the other person. Um, but I'm not feeling their love, if that makes sense. That being said, when you love someone else, they're also not feeling your love. Just like when you're angry at somebody else, they're not feeling your anger. So if love feels good and anger feels kind of sucky, I like to choose love. And that makes it sound really simple. Like, well, how do I just choose love all the time? Like, and, and you might want to give me a list of reasons of why you should be angry at this person. And I'm not telling you that you're not justified in why ever you're angry. There's a strong political climate right now. And there are a lot of angry people. And I have my own thoughts about all of it. And I have some anger occasionally too. I, I think I talk about it the most with my mother-in-law and I just, I vent about people that I don't think that they're doing it right. And um, I, it's okay to do, it's okay to do that sometimes. I mean, it's okay to do whatever you want. It's okay to feel however you want. But ultimately, those people aren't feeling my anger. <laughs> I'm feeling my anger. And anger doesn't feel very good. Like I said, it feels justified, but it doesn't feel good. But if I'm going to spend any time thinking about these people, which I probably don't even need to spend any time thinking about them. But if, if I'm going to, thinking about them with love is going to feel a whole lot better. Now, I only encourage you to explore love because it only benefits you, which that might sound kind of selfish, but truly... When you choose to love someone, the main person it's going to benefit is yourself because you get to feel that love. You get to feel the warm and comforting feeling in your chest. Um, how, however you feel love, you get to experience that because you're choosing to love somebody. I think it's so fascinating um, to look at angry marriages and times where in my short time being married where I've experienced a lot of anger or my husband's experienced a lot of anger or frustration. Um, and it's usually in regards to something the other person did wrong. So my husband does something quote unquote wrong. Um, and I decide I'm angry and it's okay. Natural reaction. But I, recently I'm learning not to stay there very long because it's only punishing me. Like, maybe he reacts and he's like, oh, I'm sad she's angry or I'm sad she's sad. But sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he kind of carries on and he's okay. And then I'm miserable because he did something wrong. And that makes absolutely no sense. We're punishing ourselves 
for other people's mistakes. Sometimes they're not even mistakes. They're just things that we disagree with. And um, I just think that's kind of absurd. And I'd never thought about it until I heard Natalie Clay talk about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like why waste time feeling anything but love? Now, here's one of like the misconceptions when it comes to loving people. When people hear that, a lot of times they assume that they have to keep that person in their life or they're implying to that person that they want them around. Um, But there are people who can be harmful in our lives. And um, for example, if you had an ex-spouse, you could be totally capable of loving them and having them completely out of your life. So it just depends on how you want to think about them. It doesn't, how you interact in person has nothing to do with it or how you interact on the phone or how you interact over text has nothing to do with it. What it has to do with is what you think about them because that's what generates the feeling of love. And so if you choose to think about your ex-spouse like they were such a good person, but we weren't the right fit or I hope that they find the happiness that they crave or that person is flawed, but he's a child of God just like me. So see how the way you think about them influences how you feel about them. Now, those thoughts aren't going to generate being in love with the spouse again. Like you're not all of a sudden going to be like, oh, I want to be with them again because you're still recognizing that it wasn't a good fit or that it wasn't right or that the relationship was abusive or harmful. But you don't have to feel miserable all the time because of somebody else's mistakes. So um, we can also apply this to ourselves. Um, Self-love is a huge thing I talk about. um, And... If you want to have more love for yourself, you have to improve your relationship with yourself, which starts with your thoughts. If, if what's playing on loop in your brain um, are hateful messages or judgmental messages, then you're not going to get to feel love very often. And guess what? The two things, love for yourself and love for other people, kind of go hand in hand. Once you can generate one, the other will start to come. So... If it's true love for somebody else or true love for yourself. Um, I seriously um, have had my life changed by this because I used to see people as competition. I think it has something to do with being an Enneagram 3, um, like just being an achiever um, and a competitive upbringing is... I've always loved people like I've been told by my parents and other people like you're so compassionate you're so kind and I was for a lot of people but not for some so here's an example of the type of people I had a hard time loving people on Instagram um I tend to be really judgmental on Instagram now all of you are terrified they're like does she judge my Instagram posts? No, because I've gotten a lot better at this. (laughs) Um, But it was easy for me to think like, oh, I don't, that girl is trying to act too perfect or this person posts too many pictures with their boyfriend. That person posts too many selfies, like et cetera, et cetera. And so the feeling I was generating when I scrolled through Instagram was judgment. 
It was, and it, it didn't feel good. That just doesn't feel good. Judgment doesn't feel good. Love, on the other hand, feels really good. So I could scroll through and I could just be like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Double tap. <laughs> or they're so cute together. Double tap. And I want to choose something like I believe, but I also don't want to feel judgmental all the time. So if I'm following somebody who really just drives me nuts and I don't like them and I judge them, I unfollow them because I don't want to feel crappy all the time. I don't want to be bringing up those thoughts all the time. And um, so you see how it's not, it's not necessarily just people close to you. It's just how you think about people. How this might look with your spouse is, oh my gosh, it just... It drives me nuts how he puts his feet up on the coffee table. Now, I don't have a coffee table, so this is not a real example. Also, I put my feet on the coffee table. <laughs> um, but say, say that bothered you. And you every time you walked into the room and his feet were on the coffee table, you were just bugged or angry. That's not punishing him. He's comfy. He's laying down. He's got his feet on the coffee table, living his best life. If he's anything like my husband, he's probably watching Adventure Time. <laughs> Not my favorite show. <laughs> but I should try to love it because love feels good. So I have nothing to lose by loving everything and everyone. And that doesn't mean I do. Like, I don't like vegetables. I don't know if I'll ever love vegetables. I don't love exercising <laughs> you're like is Mallory's health okay <laughs> probably not <laughs> um I don't love being sick I don't love physical pain like so like to an extent it's a we're it's natural to have different feelings about things all I'm saying is there are a lot of things in our lives that we're wasting time being angry about it's a waste it's a waste of moments that we could be feeling good now that doesn't mean you turn and judge yourself like oh I should love more people I should love my husband I should I should I should I should no you should feel however you're feeling right now first you just have to figure out what you're feeling about someone or about something why you're feeling it and if you want to keep it and if you don't then don't if you need to have a conversation with them then do it if you need to unfollow them then do it it's just a matter of creating the feelings that you want to walk around feeling all day. Having said that, negative emotion is natural and we don't need to cut out all of this. Like my knee-jerk reaction to some Instagram posts is, oh my gosh, that's kind of weird. But that's just my knee-jerk reaction. And I can either just move on probably with an Instagram post, I would just move on. But with something, with something like something with my husband, if I notice something like that continually bothers me or something with one of my friends, then I decide, is this worth it? Is this worth feeling frustrated about? If it's not going to change anything, then I should decide something else to feel. And love is my favorite feeling. I actually love that my husband watches cartoons. Even though some of the shows are like mildly annoying, I'm like, it's so great that he watches kids shows because they're clean, they're wholesome, um, they're, they're short and sweet, and um, 
I love that he does that and he doesn't play video games. And so that is just, that's just a thought. I could choose to think I hate these cartoons. They drive me nuts. And it doesn't matter what the circumstance is with someone. You can look at their behavior and you can decide that you love it. Now, that doesn't mean you should or that you have to. There's lots of behaviors that people could engage in that we would not love. But then that's when you turn to yourself and you decide, am I going to tolerate this treatment? Do I love myself enough to not allow myself to be treated this way? Or what boundaries can I set? So all I'm saying is if there's things out there in the world, people out there in the world that you have an opportunity to love, do it. Because you get to feel that love. You get to feel that that warm feeling, that loving feeling. You get to see people as good. You get to decide that the world is inherently good instead of inherently bad. You get to love the sisters in your ward. You get to love your family. You get to love your husband, love your boyfriend, love your friends. If you want to, you can, and they don't have to change anything about themselves. I seriously swear by this and it's one of the many things that I have learned through life coaching that has flipped my life upside down and honestly saved my life in a lot of ways so try it out I want you to choose one thing one person that that bugs you or that you don't love it doesn't have to be a person it could be your morning commute are you angry on your way to work every day Why don't you try loving that commute? Why don't you find the other drivers on the road hilarious? Or why don't you try loving that girl who keeps trying to weasel her way into your friend group? Why don't you decide she fits in perfectly? Or decide that you you really do love making food. Making food for yourself. It's fun. Find an aesthetic way to do it. Because it only benefits you to start loving every aspect of your life. And to start loving every, every person. Loving everything you do. Love just feels good. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I will be posting a bonus episode on Sunday, a conference talk that talks all about love so that we can hear what someone smarter than me says about love. And go ahead and follow me on Instagram if you wanna, at Mallory Jo Mindfulness. I now write blog posts with each one of these podcasts if you wanna check that out. So yeah, send this to a friend, send this to someone you love. Have a great week. Bye-bye.